0: So when I was about 15, my parents and I went to a family party. There was music and all the parents were dancing and asked if I would keep an eye on the 5-8 to kids. I lived in a small town, so I knew the kids and didn't mind watching them. The kids wanted to play tag and me being a little kid at heart, I was excited to play tag with them. So before the game started, I agreed to be it and they ran off. I probably should have kept a closer eye on them but i knew the area and the people so i didn't really think much of it i gave them a 30 second head start but before i began to chase them i saw a guy i never seen before he wore a weird raggy white and tan wool sweater and had a very poorly groomed beard he stared at me so i immediately ran off to chase the kids after we played a few rounds we all decided to sit down and take a break we took a seat on some rocks outside, and I noticed a strange man was sitting at a table alone, just staring at us. My, this guy is bad news alarm started blaring, and I took the kids inside for a minute so I could watch the man. I was staring at him through the window, and he was staring back at me with unsettling eyes. After the longest minute of my life, one of the kids tugged my shirt, and I asked to play again. I said it was probably a bad idea, but instead, I told him to wait for a second before I made my decision. I stepped outside and noticed the man leaving. I sighed a breath of relief and told my parents what happened, and they said it's probably nothing, which I agreed, and then the kids started playing again. This time, I made sure that all the kids were in groups of two or three, and then I jumped between the groups, making sure they were safe. Eventually, they were tired out, and we sat on the rocks again, but The man was back. I was so shocked and couldn't even get out a word. The man looked at me and said, why don't you all sit down? I like seeing you sit down. I told him to leave, but he just stared at me. Luckily, one of the kids had snuck away and grabbed my dad. My dad grabbed a couple of his friends and they told the guy to get out of there. He left and the party kind of ended after that. To the man in the sweater, let's not meet again. I didn't go to uni but my best friend Tessa did, so of course I wanted to go to her housewarming party after I hadn't seen her for so long. I drove to her new house about an hour's drive from me and met her early so we could go out for dinner and pick up some cheap alcohol and mixers for later. When we got into the house, I was introduced to some of her new housemates for the first time and picked a seat on a rusty brown sofa that looked like a dog's chew toy. It wasn't glamorous, but Tessa was so excited for her two worlds to collide. A little bit of awkwardness later, I realized that I'm the only new person and everyone knows each other. The house slowly fills up with people, drinks are poured, and the volume is rising on the speakers. A little bit of backstory, I'm in a career where I have to have an extended DBS check all the time and cannot have anything on my criminal record, not even a driving offense. I don't really know anyone, and after coming back from the bathroom, I can't find my friend. I don't really know the house that well, so I go upstairs to look for her. As I get to the first bedroom, I'm welcomed by a crowd of shrieking girls that wanted to compliment my hair and nails. I asked them if they've seen Tessa, and they said no. As I turn to leave, I'm blocked by these three guys leaning over the dresser, doing lines of coke. I'm a bit taken aback, but avoid eye contact and try the next room. In the next bedroom, there's loads of people sitting and standing and just talking. As I walk into the room further, I get shouted out by a guy that I'm letting it out. Then I'm whacked in the face with the strongest smell of weed. I walk straight back out. After doing a quick scan and still not being able to see her, I then try the bathroom on the landing and it's just another girls chatting and giving life advice. After telling them that Craig ain't shit and he doesn't care about you and them telling me that they didn't know Tessa, I leave to try my luck somewhere else. I'm feeling pretty lost. I can't leave the house because I've been drinking, and I was supposed to stay over that night. I go back downstairs into the back bedroom, just off the extension. I open the door to the room that I'm staying in that night, with all my stuff in it, and it's dark and quiet. I sit on the bed, get out my phone, and start texting my boyfriend. Stuff like how I wish I didn't come, and how I didn't want to be there. As I'm looking at my phone, I hear the small metal from a little tiny bolt scrape across the door. I can't see the other side of the room, so I lock my phone on bright to see better, and can't make out the shapes. Then I hear a guy's voice. Sorry, I just didn't want anyone else to come in. That did not put me at ease. I awkwardly laugh and try to undo the lock to go back out, and quickly slip through the door. I finally get to the kitchen where there's a girl slumped on the floor, her head down murmuring to herself. I can't just look away and just want to know if she's okay so I reach out and hold her arm and ask her if she wants to sit on the sofa. A guy stood next to her drinking Jack Daniel straight from the bottle and tells me she don't need to go, leave her. She's coming down and just needs a little pick-me-up don't ya, babe? as he passes her a cup from the counter with pinkish-looking liquid inside. Everyone is just looking at me, so I squeeze past to get to the garden, which is where I found her. Three guys stood over her as she was passed out on the grass. They're taking pictures. I get a horrible lump in my throat and the three guys are laughing. Instincts kick in and I run to her, sitting her up so she doesn't choke. The guys are laughing at her, shouting, Tessa baby, look at the camera. Tessa, you're gonna love this. I don't know how she knew them, but I didn't, and I was mad. She snapped back to reality and told me that she just felt a bit tired, so she had a quick power nap. After sobering up to that, I slept in my car in fear of the strange guy locked in my room. The girls in the bedroom doing coke. The girl in the kitchen passed out from who knows what and the fear of being there when the police came. It was selfish, but I stayed until I knew my friend was in bed and the other girls were around. I just couldn't be in that house. I'm a female and 25 years old. Back in 2011, when I was 16, I did an exchange year in the states. It was my first time being away for a long period of time, around 10 months. It was a really awesome experience, and I recommend a year abroad to anyone. But I had a really creepy encounter, the one that also makes you second guess your decision making skills. I think it was a Wednesday around May or June, and I had to meet a friend to go to the promenade and just walk around, eat, and talk. We had church that night, and he had to prepare something for service. I'm not really religious, but since my friends and my host family went to church, I went along with them. Since I didn't need to help, I decided to go to the promenade and maybe do some shopping. After he left, I walked around for a little bit, up on the beach, eating frozen yogurt and listening to some music. Then I felt a slight tap on my shoulder, and I turned around, kind of expecting someone I knew. But there was this guy with blonde, short length hair that was kind of wavy, pale skin, and around 25 I would guess. If I remember correctly, he was a little shorter than me or maybe around the same height. He said hi and I said hi back. He asked me what I was doing here all alone and I told him I was waiting for a friend. He nodded and asked if I wanted to walk around while I was waiting since he had nothing to do. For some stupid reason I said yes, please don't ask me why. I'm really bad at turning people I don't know down. I got up and we started walking aimlessly, but it eventually ended up near the pier. He asked me a bunch of questions, where I was from, what I was doing here in the States, if I liked it here, if I had friends, and so on. He had an Eastern European accent and I think he also mentioned that he's from Croatia or another country in that area. Eventually, he started asking me if I had a boyfriend, and when I declined, he asked me what my type was. I answered him, I like Japanese guys. I used to be kind of a weeb. And he said that he knew some Japanese guys, and that a friend of his was having a party close by. He invited me, and my stomach dropped. Up until then, I had this suspicious feeling about him, but then it changed into full stranger danger mode. I felt cold, and I remember my heart racing like crazy. I declined nervously and he asked me why. I told him I was still waiting for my friend, but he said he'll just show me where the party is and that I could come back again later after I was done with whatever I was doing with my friend. I declined again and he asked if I was scared of him. I just answered that I didn't know when I would be done and that my friend would arrive any minute. While I was talking to him, I texted my friend to call me to get me out of the situation. Luckily he did, and I kind of talked to myself because he had no idea what was going on. just asked him where he was waiting, made up a location nearby, and then hung up. I then told the guy that my friend was waiting for me, and I had to leave. He tried to get me to stay, but I declined and walked away. I feared he might follow me, but luckily he didn't. I don't think he believed me when I said my friend was waiting for me, but screw that. I just wanted to get out of that situation. Later at church, he asked me what was going on, and I told him the story. He said that I was stupid for interacting with the guy in the first place, which I knew, but he's glad that I didn't do anything stupid, like actually go with him. The guy might have just been a weird dude with no bad intentions, but please don't invite underage girls to go to a party with you, it just makes you look like a creep. This happened about 20 years ago and i was reminded of the event talking with my wife it's not so much scary as creepy and disgusting and gave me a small glimpse into what women must feel like with all these creepy dudes so i was 25 and on my lunch break enjoying the nice day sitting at the park in the back of my old 89 nissan four wheel drive pickup with a sliding glass window open jamming to some injustice for all eating my burger and fries this minivan pulls up, and the skinny old man wearing a gray leisure suit. Think of Mr. Furley's outfit in Three's company. I know I dated myself, and lost a lot of millennials with that reference. Anyway, he asks me, The very shy, introverted me, who normally gives you the fuck off and die glare, if I am the guy that he was supposed to meet, to follow to a party. I of course said no, and hoped that was that. Of course not. He comes back and asks me if I'm sure that I'm not the guy that he's supposed to meet up with. Yeah, I guess I must have forgot, right? No, I said. I'm out of my lunch break. Then he asks me if I go to those kind of parties. He says with a disgusting grin, sex parties. I was disgusted and yell, no, and he was like, calm down. I was so creeped out that I just wanted to finish my lunch and go back to work, when this asshole pulls up to me a third time, telling me that supposedly some girl in another car in the park was giving a guy a BJ. I snapped and screamed at him, fuck off asshole, jumped into my truck and blurred Metallica. The consensus from my co-workers, friends, ex-girlfriend, and now my awesome wife for 15 years, and myself, that there was no party and that he was, I guess, hoping to entice a 25-year-old metalhead dude to suck his dick at the park so the creepy minivan sex party perv you're probably dead by now, but if not, let's not meet again